Hey friends, welcome to the Totally Kind of Okay podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Joy Bankhead, and thank you for joining me here today. This is our second episode, and if you listened to the first one, thank you so much. I appreciate you, and thank you for coming back. Obviously, I mean, I hope that means that you got something out of it, and I know you'll get something out of this episode today, so I'm very excited you're here with me. If the um, sound is bad or the editing is bad, just know that I'm recording this on my iPad. I actually recorded the first episode on my iPad and the second one now because I bought a fancy microphone and I can't get my microphone to work, so I'm doing it on my iPad. So, it is literally, we're working here from the ground up. I'm a beginner. This is my second podcast episode ever, so stick with me through the glitches and the quirks, and we're going to get through this. I promise that you're going to get something out of this. First, I wanted to start with an affirmation. This is something I did. I had this little show called The Self-Help Today Show. It was on Facebook and YouTube. I did it live um, for a couple months, so there's about 20 episodes, I think. You can find it on my Facebook if you just go to self-help today show. Um, but one thing I liked that I did in that show was I started with affirmations. I would start and end the episode with affirmations. So that's something I'm going to start doing as of now. And we are going to start with our affirmation. I'm going to say it and then I'm going to repeat it three times so you can repeat it after me. And I think things are more effective when you say them multiple times. So your brain starts to believe them. All right, our affirmation for today is, I find joy and pleasure in my everyday life. So I'm going to say that a couple more times, and I'm going to pause so you can say it after me. So here we go. I find joy and pleasure in my everyday life. I find joy and pleasure in my everyday life. I find joy and pleasure in my everyday life. Yay! If you just did those affirmations, I'm so proud of you. Thank you for doing them. And the reason I did that affirmation today is because today we are talking about seasonal affective disorder, aka seasonal depression. Um, This is something that I personally have struggled with very often, um, even somewhat this year. I've dealt with it a little bit. Um, But I know during this season, and especially during the holiday season and the winter, um, seasonal affective disorder, a.k.a. SAD, a.k.a. seasonal depression, um, is something that's pretty prevalent that goes, um, a lot of people get it during this time. Like, whether you have a mental illness pre-existing or whether you're just like a normal person or whatever, like a lot of people end up getting sad during the winter. So we're going to talk about that today, what it looks like, um, some symptoms, some causes, and what to do when it's overwhelming or signs that you should go get professional treatment for it, see a doctor, Um, and then we're going to talk about um, some treatments and some tools you can use to combat seasonal affective disorder, SAD. Okay, a little bit about SAD. Um, it usually is last, blah, blah, blah. it usually occurs during the fall and winter months. Um, it can last approximately like three to five months, and that's depending on the individual and depending on whether you get treatment or not. 
Um, people who have bipolar, like myself, I have bipolar type 2. Um, people who have bipolar are at higher risk for getting sad. Um, sad is not in the DSM-5, which is the Diagnostic Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Um, it is the book that me medical professionals use for diagnosing mental disorders, mental illnesses. Um, so it's sad is or seasonal depression is not in the DSM-5, which means that it just, they can't use it as a diagnosis clinically, but it is, there is treatment for it and it is highly rec recognized by the medical community. So you can talk to a doctor about it or your therapist. They will, um, they do recognize it and will be able to work with you, hopefully. Now I want to clarify that this is not the winter blues. So uh, usually everyone gets kind of the winter blues. It's normal to feel a little down because it's colder. If depending where you live, it's colder. Um, you are probably stuck inside more. It gets dark earlier. So you just kind of feel a little down. Um, but sad is actually um, a dis um, disorder illness, I guess you could say. Um, it's actually a form of depression is what I was going to say. Um, it's a form of depression and it's not winter blues um, because it actually can affect your daily life and it can affect how you feel and think and act. A couple other risk factors for getting sad, uh, seasonal affective disorder, is if you do, like we said, if you have bipolar, but also if you already have depression and you're being treated for that, you're also at risk for getting sad. And also, if you have relatives with mental illness or mental health disorders, you're more at risk for it. Also, if you live in higher altitudes, like further north of the equator, you are more at risk to developing SAD. And um, yeah, so those are some things to look out for. If you think you might have it um, and you have some of those risk factors, it may actually be that you have it. And this is a really good part right here. I want to say a disclaimer. I am not a doctor or a medical professional. I cannot diagnose you. Um, you can only get diagnosed or treated by medical professionals or people in the therapeutic treatment world. Um, or you can see a social worker, case manager, if you are having these symptoms as well. But I am not a doctor and I'm not here to give you a diagnosis. So I just got to say that as a disclaimer. All right, now we're going to talk about some of the symptoms and what having SAD looks like because, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, la, 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 la. <laughs> the symptoms are pretty much symptoms of depression. Um, the, the major thing here is that it, if, la, la, you know, if it's sad because it only happens during certain seasons. So typically it would happen during the winter or fall season. And then the rest of the year you would feel like your normal self. So that's how you would know whether or not it's sad or actual depression. Um, but we're going to go over the symptoms here. So first of all, the first symptom is feeling listless or sad or down most of the day, nearly every day. So that's kind of implied with the abbreviation SAD is for seasonal affective disorder means that you feel sad um, and you feel that way most of the day and almost every day or every day. Another thing that happens is that you lose interest in activities you once enjoyed. So like 
your normal hobbies or things you do that are fun for you or activities that you would do with your family or friends that were fun, those things you just have less interest in doing them and you don't obviously don't like really make a effort to put yourself out there and do them, especially because the next symptom is low energy. So if you're feeling low energy, more tired, feeling sluggish, then you're most likely not wanting, um, not going to want to do those activities that you enjoy because you have less energy. Again, this is more than just the normal, like feeling a little more tired during the winter because it's colder and darker. Like everybody usually has a little less energy during the winter, but this is like very noticeable, like you have little energy to do stuff, you're tired all the time, you feel sluggish, maybe some brain fog, and you just, you really feel like you can't do anything. So it's not that you um, are choosing not to do the things, but you literally feel like you can't do things because you're so tired. Another symptom is sleeping too much. For me, this is one of the symptoms I notice like right away is that I'm sleeping a lot. Um, particularly for me, it's sleeping in in the morning and not wanting to wake up and hitting, like I'll hit snooze, uh, keep hitting the snooze button, even though I know that I'm going to be late for work, but I just feel so tired that I just can't get out of bed and I can't get up to my alarm and I hit snooze. So oversleeping um, or feeling really sleepy all the time is one of the major symptoms. An another thing that you can experience with SAD is an increase in appetite um, and overeating. So you might, but specifically overeating carbohydrates or sugary foods, um, your body craves these high sugary foods because of you're feeling depressed and it wants to get a dopamine boost, especially like that boost comes from like high sugary foods. So um, your appetite increases and you overeat sugary foods. And yeah, that is a symptom. Another symptom from that uh, resulting from that could be weight gain as well. So if you notice that you're eating a lot more and you're tired and you're sad and you don't want to do things, this might be the winter blues, but we're gonna we're gonna different make a differentiate differentiation between winter blues and sad. Um, I'm gonna clarify it a little more for you. Um, we're gonna go over the rest of the symptoms though. Another symptom is difficulty concentrating, and this is kind of goes back to the brain fog that I was talking about. Um, you, when you're feeling down, um, you might have some brain fog and it might be difficult to concentrate on normal tasks that are easy or something that might be mindless. You might find yourself like working overtime to concentrate, or you might just space out more, or you might just like not even have the mental power, mental strength to concentrate on what you're doing. Another symptom is feeling hopeless, worthless, or guilty. Um, these, uh, again, describe depression, just feeling like nothing is going to get better. Everything is really bad. It's the end of the world. Um, you know, there's nothing but bad things in the world. Or, you know, there's no, like, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. You don't have anything you're looking forward to. 
Um, you feel worthless. You feel like your life doesn't matter. You feel like you don't matter. Like you don't have any value. Um, you maybe feel like your family or your friends don't appreciate you as much, or you feel like less connected to them because you're feeling hopeless and you have less, um, you have less good emotions. You have more bad, um, depressive emotions. So yeah. And then another symptom of that, of those thoughts and feelings is feeling that, you don't want to live. So having some possibly suicidal ideation, um, some feelings of not wanting to be around or thinking, you know, people would be better off if you're not around and things like that, which I want to tell you right now, if you are experiencing those feelings, please, please, please reach out to somebody. Please tell somebody that you're feeling that way. I know it's very hard and very scary, but as soon as you tell someone, you're going to get some feedback and some support and you're going to start feeling better as soon as you tell somebody. Um, and then also just telling someone other people have resources for you. So if you share it with somebody, somebody else might have a resource for you or they might have some encouraging advice. And hopefully you tell somebody that loves you and that they're just very supportive and they're like, you know, I'm here if you just need to talk or if you need anything from me, let me know. Um, but please, if you are feeling that way, reach out to somebody. If you can't, if you don't have anybody to talk to that you know of, um, there are many hotlines. You can call suicidal hotlines. Um, or you can go on the internet and just start researching um, help for a depression or suicide. Um, it's very important that you do get help right away if you are having those feelings, though. Okay, also, I want you to know if you are feeling those feelings of feeling hopeless or worthless or like you don't want to live, I want you to know that you are amazing. You have a purpose. There is a calling on your life that has a purpose to be here and people that you don't even know that you're going to help yet, that you're going to touch and affect their lives. They're waiting for you to become better and become who you are and just live into your purpose. And I know it seems hopeless right now, but just know that God has a plan for you and that um, things are going to get better. It is really hard, but you can do things. You can do one small thing today, one small thing tomorrow to start feeling better, one thing you can do is just simply to try smiling more. Just literally sit there and just smile for a few seconds and just force yourself. Um, but yeah, there's so many things you can do, but just know that you're worth it. Your life matters, that you are important. There are so many people that love you that you may not even be aware of. Um, but people care about you and people want you to be around. I want you to be around. And I know that you have great things ahead in your life and that this isn't the end. This is not the end. I swear, I promise you this is not the end. Your life is going to get better. And there are so many things to look forward to. I promise you that you aren't going to feel this way forever. So even though it's hard, Keep your head up and keep going and just do one small thing at a time. I know you can do it because I've been through it and I've gotten through it multiple times and I'm still here and I know just because I'm here that you'll be here too and you're going to get through this. Alrighty, so let's talk about some of the causes of SAD. 
So there's just a few and they're pretty much all related. So the first one is your biological clock, AKA circadian rhythm, which is basically just your body's clock about how it functions when it's supposed to do things. So what happens is the reduced sunlight in the fall and winter cause sad because it messes up your, it disrupts the, the lack and decrease in sunlight disrupts your body's internal clock. So, um, because there's less sunlight, it gets off whack and then it may cause you to be sad. So also because there are, there is less sunlight, you're less likely to get, um, vitamin D from sun and serotonin. So, um, a drop in serotonin can also be a cause of sad. Um, reduced sunlight, like I said, can cause a drop in serotonin, which can cause seasonal affective disorder. Um, another thing that is affected is your melatonin levels. Again, this is from the change in sunlight. Um, gosh, you know, Mother Nature <laughs> sometimes works against us, right? Um, but yeah, so you know, it affects your sleep. And when your sleep is affected, um, your overall mood and everything, your whole biology can be affected if your sleep is effective. So those are some causes. Um, I'm also going to say, so those are the causes I found in my research, but I'm also going to say that another cause of seasonal affective disorder might just be the holiday season, um, because it can be very sad and depressing for some people. Um, for a lot of people during the holiday season, uh, there's a lot of grief and um, people who experience loss and are affected by previous losses. And so it can be a very challenging time and it can really make you feel down. Um, one way to know whether or not this is seasonal affective disorder or the winter blues, you know, or, or if it's just caused by the holidays, is that it it's temporary. So if you're just feeling like we went over the symptoms, if you're just feeling those during the holidays and it's because of stress and it goes away right after, then you probably don't have seasonal affective disorder. Um, if you continue to experience these symptoms and feelings after the holidays are over, then you may have seasonal affective disorder. So we're also going to talk about um, when to see a doctor. First, before we talk about when to see a doctor, I want to talk about our sponsor today, which is my online library of workouts. It's called BOD, Beachbody On Demand. I've been using these workouts for four years and they're very effective in making you feel really good. Um, I have been working out um, on these workouts for four years, like I said. Um, but not just to get in shape or to look good. I've been doing it consistently to feel good. And when I work out, I feel so much better. And when I work out consistently during the winter, I'm less likely to experience this sad seasonal affective disorder because of my, because I'm exercising every day, which increases my serotonin, which is lacking like we just found be, during fall and winter. So I highly recommend it. It's got thousands of workouts for all levels, beginner, intermediate, advanced. <laughs> um, it's got something for everybody. I've literally tried so many workouts and they're all fun and I highly recommend them. If you would like to test them out, you can 
um, email me at tiffbankhead at gmail.com. That's T-I-F-F-B-A-N-K-H-E-A-D at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to sign up or check out, check them out, go to my Instagram. It's Tiffany Joy Bankhead. That's T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-J-O-Y-B-A-N-K-H-E-A-D. Tiffany Joy Bankhead. And there is a link in my bio you can click on to check them out. Um, there's also a free sample workout you can check out as well. So go ahead and go over there and do that and get your workout on. Get some exercise going so you can combat this seasonal affective disorder. All right, now let's talk about when you should see a doctor when you're feeling these symptoms. So if you're feeling sad, you're feeling listless, hopeless, you're losing interest in activities, you have lower energy, you're tired, you're sleeping too much, you're oversleeping, you're overeating, you have difficulty concentrating, you're feeling hopeless, having thoughts of not wanting to live. So you're experiencing the symptoms. Okay, now when should you see a, when should you see a doctor? Um, you should see a doctor when this is going on for, um, most of the day for many, like many days in a row. If it's like, basically if you hit like a few weeks, a month mark, and you've been feeling this way for that long, that's a pretty good sign that you should see a doctor. If it's been going on for a month and let's say you've done like X, Y, or Z to try to fix yourself on your own or help it and nothing's really helping you, then you should definitely go see a doctor or, a medical professional as a psychiatrist or see a counselor. Um, so yeah, if, if it's happening for also, also if it's not just the winter blues, like if you're feeling down most of the day, most of the time, rather than just like, you know, here and there, or, you know, temporarily a little bit, um, it's probably not sad. This is sad is when it really is consistent and it's most of the time. Um, another sign that you should see a doctor is when you can't get motivated to do activities that you would normally enjoy, um, when you really are lacking that energy and you can't, you're not doing the things that actually usually bring you joy. That's a big sign that you may need some help. And especially you should get help if you, um, if your work has been affected or your social life or home life has been affected by your symptoms, let's say like you're calling into work sick because you're sad and depressed and you want to sleep all day. Um, I've definitely had those days. Um, and I've definitely called in sick to work um, multiple times where I wanted to just sleep in and I said, you know, I'll come in later or whatever. So that would be a sign if it's affecting your work or if it's affecting your social or your home life, like say at home, you know, you have a, a partner or some kids or some other people living in your house that rely on you um, and you're not able to show up for them or you're not able to take care of them. Um, I mean, really, if you're not able to take care of yourself, like if you're not able to meet your basic needs, then you should really, that that's a big sign that you should get some help. Um, so yeah, if they, those things are being effective, um, that's a big indicator that you need to get, um, some professional help. Also, it is especially important to go see a doctor right away if your sleep patterns and appetite have changed. Um, sleep is so critical for us, and so if you're not getting enough sleep, um, that is very important. You need to see a doctor ASAP, um... Also, if you 
are using coping mechanisms such as drugs or alcohol in order to um, relieve some of the pain or, or discomfort of feeling sad. Um, if you're using alcohol or drugs to numb, um, to avoid what you're feeling, or if you're using them just for comfort to uh, comfort you because you're feeling so bad, um, then yeah, you should go see a doctor. Um, and lastly, when you should see a doctor, especially as if you are feeling hopeless um, as far as not wanting to live or you're thinking about suicide, those that is a huge sign that you really need to see a doctor or see a therapist, um, get, but get professional treatment right away. So if you've been experiencing these symptoms that we went over for a while now and you can't seem to do anything on your own to change it, um, you know, it's more than likely not just the winter blues, it's possibly seasonal affective disorder. Of course, I cannot diagnose you, so that's why I'm recommending you go see a doctor. But yeah, so hopefully you know the difference between um, the winter blues and actual seasonal affective disorder, aka seasonal depression, um, because if you are experiencing that, it is important to get treatment. So let's talk about the types of treatment you can do or get for SAD, um, the first one obviously is pretty, uh, is obvious, um, is sun exposure and vitamin D. So one of the main causes that we went over of SAD is that there's less sunlight. And so it affects our body, um, our biology, and therefore uh, creating the SAD problem. Um, so yeah, just trying to get out and get sun, whether it's a walk during the day or um, sitting by a window at work, um, you know, getting out and like just getting outside or getting on the balcony, sitting outside and reading, whatever you can do to get some actual sun exposure. Of course, you know, your skin's going to need to be exposed as well. So if it's really cold, um, you're not going to get as much exposure, um, but yeah, and then vitamin D. So um, taking a vitamin D supplement, of course, talk to your doctor or nutritionist or whoever you see about what you eat and consume. Um, talk to them. But getting having a vitamin D supplement is very important, especially during the fall winter months when there's less sunlight. I personally take vitamin D all year round because it also is just a mood booster in general. And a lot of people in the modern day, um, we don't get enough sun, so we need to take a vitamin D su supplement. Um, and another treatment is light therapy, or AKA phototherapy. Um, this is, you can look these up, just type in light therapy on Amazon or Google. Um, but I have one, I think it, it wasn't, it was like between 50 to a hundred dollars a few years ago, but I'm sure you can get a cheaper one. Mine was like a medical, um, grade one. Um, but it's basically like this little light, you turn it on for like half an hour to two hours a day. Um, you have it facing you. Um, so I just have mine on my desk at work and I turn it on while my coworker goes to lunch. So it's, I know it's on for an hour. Um, but it, it basically gives you the sunlight, um, that you're lacking. So look up light therapy, um, that can be really effective. And that is something that I do every winter as recommended by my psychiatrist because I have bipolar, 
I'm at higher risk for developing seasonal depression. And so, and I have, like, I, I get it almost every year. So that is one of the treatments I use that my psychiatrist has told me to use is light therapy. Another really effective tool that I use for combating my seasonal depression, aka SAD, is exercise. So like I said, we're sponsored by my online library of workouts because I exercise almost every day. I pretty much get in a workout um, four to five days a week um, and that doesn't include my daily walks. So I go on a, a daily walk about 20 to 30 minutes almost every single day. Of course, in the winter, it's harder to get, go on those daily walks because it's so cold. And right now we're getting some snow, which is exciting. But um, yeah, it's hard to want to walk around in the snow. So um, I get I do an exercise usually about 20 to 45 minutes, depending on what I feel like that day or what I have planned. Um, but yeah, getting exercise is a huge combatant to SAD because it boosts your serotonin levels, which um, we talked about a cause of SAD is that you have decreased ser serotonin. So very important to get exercise. Um, highly recommend doing it in the morning to really be effective to help your mood throughout the day. Um, but yeah, but even if you can't get in the morning, any time of day, getting in that exercise Besides right before bed, that's not good to exercise before bed um, because then that's going to affect your sleep. So, um, yeah, get it in, you know, 20 to 30 minutes a day, five days a week. It's going to be really effective in helping to combat those, um, the seasonal affective disorder. And also it's good at just combating winter blues in general as well. Another treatment that's really helpful, that has been really helpful for me in particular, is therapy or counseling. I, I can't recommend therapy enough. Um, I see a therapist, counselor, whatever you want to call it, um, weekly, once a week. I have been for almost two years now, and it's been a huge uh, game changer in just helping me overall with my mood and my mental health. So highly recommend getting therapy, especially if you are feeling sad or experiencing sad. Um, it can be really helpful and effective. And your therapist can give you other tools that can also help um, combat your sad. Um, the other treatment that I found in my research was medication. And again, Obviously, I highly recommend, multiple times I've recommended going to the doctor and getting a diagnosis. Um, and of course, in order to take medication uh, legally, <laughs> you have to have a prescription. So you have to go to a doctor and get it prescribed. So, um, But that is something that you can use to supplement in order to um, get rid of your SAD. Um, so yeah. That is it. That's all I have for you today. So hopefully those treatments, tools will help you out. Um, I do want to thank you so much for listening to this second podcast episode. I was really nervous to record this and I was really upset because my microphone wasn't working and I wasn't going to record this. And then I was like, no, I got to do it. Like I just got to push myself and do it because I really want to get this podcast going and help you guys out and um, yeah, provide you information that will help improve your mental health. Um, so thank you for bearing through this with me and, um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I want to end this episode with an affirmation and it's 
related to the first affirmation we did. So I'm just going to tell you what the affirmation is, and then we're going to repeat it a few times, and then I will say goodbye and have a wonderful day. So here's our affirmation to end the day. I do things every day that bring me joy. Repeat after me. I do things every day that bring me joy. I do things every day that bring me joy. So get out there and go do some things that bring you joy. And if you can't feel the joy from those things, then you may need to look into seeing a doctor. All right. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. And if you like this, please rate me. Give me five stars. Share this with a friend. You can go follow me on Instagram at Tiffany Joy Bankhead. And yeah, thank you so much for being with me. Love you guys. Have a good one. Bye.